Hello, hello, and welcome to the 110th episode of the Mostly Soccer Podcast. Today is Wednesday, April 29th at 6.42 p.m. sharp. My name is Michael J. Dalo, and I'm here with Jimmy. Jimmy what today? Jimmy last time. Jimmy last time. For what reason? This is the last time I will be recording in our old Jimmy's Basement Bunker studio. Oh, yeah. I will be moving next week. Oh, my goodness. That is... Uh, that's kind of like bittersweet. Yeah, this the OG studio. We'll have to crack it out again, you know, when the world gets back to normal, we will have to maybe do one last hurrah in the a, a bunker. Legacy, a yeah. legacy podcast in the basement on the pool table. Yes. Uh, the pool table with the chairs that don't match. That <laughs> and the 2018-19 fixture list in the background courtesy of Matt Butler. That is an OG spot. Um, I, I just remembered the time that the spider came down from the ceiling while we were recording on my head. Show. Uh, but nothing was better than the centipede. Oh, oh God! Oh, did that? That didn't make it on air. That was that was pre-podcast, right? We caught that before we started recording. We did, but we told the story of how yes, your mother had to kill that, it for us. Yes, because we were devastated. Absolutely <laughs> devastated by that. <laughs> that thing was probably bigger than a normal pen and wide as wide as your iPhone. Oh, yeah. No, it was a monster. It it generally... It, put it this way. If coronavirus saw that centipede, this would have never happened. It would have been scared and ran away. That seems, uh, that seems like a reasonable thing for the centipede to want to do. Um, that's what it was here to do and by killing it we this is all our fault <laughs> it was here to destroy the virus and we killed it <laughs> only we could go back in time um but yeah that's exciting you're moving out um are you excited oh i am very excited i uh i have bought so much stuff and i still have big things that i have to buy hopefully this weekend uh but i have i'm packed up i'm ready to go Ready to uh, start the next chapter. Yeah. And, uh, of course, I uh, do all of this as the world is, like, on lockdown. So it's damn near impossible to get half the stuff I need. So it's been a real challenge, I'll tell you. But um, yeah, glad still <laughs> to make it happen. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited for you. I think you're going to enjoy it. I've only been moved out for a month now. And it is so nice. I know your parents don't really well well your parents kind of <laughs> give you a hard time they're, they're needy for different reasons yeah for different reasons yeah. for health reasons and stuff yeah uh so i mean that's that's exciting it does suck that you're doing it in this time but i'm excited <laughs> to come by i'm excited to do a podcast there yes. when uh, yes it will be fun i will have the uh, our uh, studio sign up on the wall and ready to go oh yeah if you uh if you need a shelf built i'm your guy <laughs> Yeah, I heard that you're a new carpenter, new skill. This is what uh, quarantine does. I know. You develop new skills, and you are a man of the wood. I am now. I'm a woodsman. Uh, <laughs> and I'm so happy that I've figured out how to like do minor things around the house because I never thought it was going to be possible before. Um, a recommendation for you moving into a new spot, buy like a screwdriver kit on Amazon. I, I did. I, I, I bought a tool, a little toolkit, which is going to be very helpful yep. because I have bought all new things that need to be put together. So I'm going <laughs> to spend the next five weeks of my life probably putting everything together. Yeah. And uh, if you want to get a drill, it's a good investment. Mm-hmm. 
That is but, that's a very true. And so many trips to Home Depot. I can't stop going <laughs> to Home Depot. Even during this, uh, I've had to do the curbside pickup now. But mm-hmm. it's just insane how often I'm at Home Depot lately. <laughs> but, like I said, uh, man, a, a woodsman. Like you said, a woodsman. That's what you should be. I know. I feel. I definitely feel like more of a man now that I'm like working with wood and mounting wood. shelves on walls. Working with your hands, getting into yeah. it. I love it. It's not much, but it's honest work. It's uh, like Ashley Barnes style work. Yeah. It's not pretty, but it needs to be done. Um, all right, Jimmy. Well, uh, exciting news for you, um, but not so exciting news for some fans around the world, uh, especially fans of the Eredivisie and League. Uh, <laughs> both of those leagues effectively canceled the Eredivisie uh, level on points with Ajax and don't know the other club. Ajax ahead on goal difference, not awarded the title. Official statement, not awarded the title. And then League Un has yet to decide what they're doing with their places and giving PSG the title. Yeah, yeah if it, I, I mean, and that's the one I think everybody is interested to see because PSG said it was uh, AZ Alkmaar, who are level with Ajax, by the way. Okay. Uh, but, um, Josie Altador's old team. But um, if if PSG are not awarded the league, then all of a sudden I can just hear the Liverpool fans just like start like panicking immediately. If that was to happen, PSG, not as clear as Liverpool. Uh, Liverpool, you know, over 20 points clear. PSG were 12 points clear. But either way, I think every single person in the world agrees that PSG were going to win the league. And if they are not given the title, then that would could be a uh, a very, very concerning moment for all the Liverpool fans, especially as the Premier League doesn't even have any plans right now, it looks like, to return. Yeah, I keep seeing like Sky Sports and other uh, kind of, I don't know, journalists tweet out like David Ornstein or something like that, um, that they're working on like Project Reboot or something mm-hmm. like that. I forget what it's called for the Premier League. But they're trying mm-hmm. to come back. And, um, I mean, do we even think it's possible? Well, I think it's possible, but apparently, from what I read today, it was from ESPN FC, basically saying that there has been real resistance from the players to return at this time. That a lot of the players don't have interest returning until they know for sure that they are going to be safe doing so. I don't know how to feel about all this. I understand the leagues being canceled. Um, I don't. Hmm, I don't know how I feel about the Eredivisie. I mean, that's tough to award Ajax a title on goal difference. So I see why they didn't. Mm-hmm. But like PSG being that far clear, Liverpool being as far clear as they are, if they don't get these titles, how devastating would that be for? Especially the Liverpool fan base. I mean, is there a? It seems like there's actually a chance that could happen now. It, I think at first we all saw it as a joke, like it was a funny joke, like oh Liverpool aren't going to win the league and all that. And now it's becoming like I'd even say at this point maybe it's only like five percent reality. But the fact that it's even that at this point is starting to get concerning. 
And, and I agree. I think these teams that are so clear and obvious that they were going to win should be awarded the title. But even if they are, it's almost like that is kind of going to be brandished with an asterisk. Because in a lot of ways, it's going to be, you know, they won the title in the season shortened by exactly. coronavirus. So it's not a full season. It's not a real season in a lot of people's eyes. And it's like um, if you're a if you're a Liverpool fan right now and then you just see a tweet, basically, or a, a headline come on your screen, Liverpool awarded Premier League title. Are you even excited during these times? Like, it doesn't matter. I'm sure they'll be excited just because of how long it's been since they've won the league. Um, but at the same time, yeah, it's, it's almost like it's uh, the joy has been sucked out of it in a lot of ways. And I, the other thing, and I think the reason why it's not clear as day to just award it is if you award them the title, then do you relegate the three teams in the relegation zone? That's the major issue right because there. Because you have to. If you're going to give a, a league champion, that means you are saying that the league is over as it stands. You're not playing any additional games. doesn't matter if the team in 17th has played two more games than the team in 18th. And is one point clear, it does not matter. You're calling the league then if you give a title. So that's where it makes it really challenging. Uh, the more that this goes on, if they don't restart it, you can't relegate these teams. Uh, even probably worse is you can't promote the teams coming up from the championship. Unless you expand the leagues. Unless you expand them, but then you're, you're changing. It's a knock-on effect. Everything for, about the league, I just don't understand how they're going to do it, or I, I just don't see it happening. Uh, maybe it would be more fun if we had three more teams in the league and uh, it became kind of like the championship with more teams, um, more games. But I don't see that happening. And as this goes on, I, I'm actually getting concerned that Liverpool aren't going to be awarded the title. Like, I'm, you said 5% reality. I'm at, like, 35% reality. I'm really actually you think concerned. it's that much? Wow. They didn't give Ajax the title on goal difference. I mean, goal difference is a title determining factor. Yep. And uh, they didn't do that. They also didn't relegate anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know if it's if it's going to happen now. I mean, I think the leagues are going to come back. Uh, it looks like La Liga and the Bundesliga are both coming back, and we're going to talk about that. But the Premier League... I, I don't know. If they don't come back, I don't see a title being awarded. I don't see teams being relegated. And it's crazy to say that because this is highway robbery for Liverpool if they don't get the title this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's a crazy time because no matter which way you take it, you, you're going to have knock-on effects that are not fair to someone. Yeah. Because if you choose to call the league and you award a title and you relegate the teams, then it's unfair to those teams that had a chance to, if there was more games to get out. Yeah. If you don't relegate them, then it's unfair to the lower division teams that have earned the right. And knowing how big of a financial windfall that is to be denied that in that next season, think of it. So think of the teams that are there. It's it's Leeds. Um, I think it's um, is it West Brom or Ooh, I can't. I can't was up there before. I don't know. Uh, I, I can't remember off the top of my head exactly who it is, and I, I'll try to check. Um, but if if they're not awarded the chance to be in the Premier League this season, how fair is that? And next season, they could end up falling into fifth or sixth, and they may not get a chance to get there. So yeah. this could – it is West Brom. I was right. Fulham's in third right now. Um, so, But both Leeds and West Brom sit um, 
West Brom is six points clear. Fulham Leeds is seven points clear. Um, so <laughs> you're looking at teams that very much deserve to be promoted. And if they're not given that chance, there's no guarantee that next year they're going to be there again. Mm, that's really, that's, I think, the most difficult part. It's not awarding a title. It's not giving the Champions League spots. I think that stuff you can say as it stands if the team has played an equal amount of games uh, or a team is so clearly going to make that spot, then you can award that, and I don't think you'll get a lot of backlash. But not promoting teams, I mean, what do they do if they promote these teams? They don't relegate anyone uh, in the name of fairness. I mean, that it makes sense. But what do they do for the coming seasons? Then do you relegate six teams? I mean, it's, that would be yeah. something. Yeah, it's it, it, it's a real mess. It really is. It is something that is just that needs to really be thought about before. That's the thing is, I, I think these leagues really need to truly think about this before they decide to come back. And you look at the Bundesliga and La Liga. I'm not sure they're actually going to come back. Well, it's interesting you say that because I just read an article that the La Liga president basically said they want to start ASAP. They got the OK from their government. Um, to resume in Spain, and it looks like they're going to be doing that. And I know the Bundesliga, you just told me that they're on hold waiting for their government's approval. Uh, mm-hmm. I actually read today that today or yesterday was like one of the first days in a while that Germany's numbers had gone up for coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe not a promising sign there because Germany had been doing really well. But now, May 1st looks like May 9th, and it, it could be extended even further for the Bundesliga. It's, it, it really is crazy. It's, it's crazy. And until we have a clear direction, until one of these leagues start, too. So if it's La Liga or if it's anything, until one of them starts, it's hard to really predict where it goes. And there's a chance that one of them starts, and then something happens, and they have to close back up. Yeah. Which, for me, would be even more devastating. I think... La Liga is going to start in the next few weeks from the way that they're talking. Uh, I mean, they got the okay from their government. I just, like, one of the quotes from the president of La Liga was, I don't see how playing professional football with 22 men uh, and reserves, managers, whatever, is more dangerous than people going and working in an assembly line, creating masks or something like that. Mm -hmm. Which... I almost agree with. I don't want to be naive here, but mm-hmm. I don't think it would be that detrimental if they're testing players before they leave their homes or maybe they have to report to a certain place. They get tested uh, a few days before the game or the day mm-hmm. of the game if they're able to do it that rapidly. And then they play and then you get tested again before you do anything. Yeah. I understand the, the resourcing constraints with these um, the vaccines, but... They seem pretty confident that they can get these resources. So if they can, I don't see why not start. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily disagree. Um, I just think that they need to – it just needs to be well planned out is my main thing. And also to ask you because I don't, I don't know if I've actually asked you, what is your thoughts on playing without fans? Because I think the playing without fans thing is not something that's only going to go on for like a few months. I think there's a good chance that even in the beginning of next season, we may not see fans in stadiums, not just in soccer, football, but generally throughout sports. I think there may be um, a delay in bringing large events like that back. Yeah, 
I mean, I agree with you there. I think it's going to be longer than just a few months, unfortunately. Probably 2021, which sounds insane and so far away right now. Um, but what do I think about playing in front of no fans? I mean, if this is what it has to be to get playing again, I think, yes, then we should definitely do it for any sport. Uh, if we can test the players, we can keep them safe and it works. Uh, I mean, maybe La Liga will be the guinea pig for this. I think it's a big deal to not play in front of fans, and I, I think it definitely has an effect on players and everything when uh, you play in front of crowds, especially like Anfield, for instance. Um, but, I mean, I don't think the games will be any less competitive. I mean, we, we play four-on-four soccer in our backyard, and uh, our games are competitive and fun, and I think people watching at home will have just as much fun uh, yeah. as we normally would. It will it, take some time to get used to. Yeah, I mean, they can do what Manchester City does and pump uh, crowd noise in. Uh, no, no, hey, 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 that is not true. That's <laughs> Alleged. Your, 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 your nonsense, your slander. <laughs> it's deplorable action to say such a thing on this li- lovely podcast. Um, but, I mean, I don't know. How do you feel about playing in front of no fans? Are you okay with that at this point? I, I think it's the best thing that they could possibly do. I'd rather there be games. I think the ability for people to watch sporting events in their homes will help reduce people being out in public and at other places. And I think people need that right now. They need something that they can do. And if you can give them that, I think it will help people continue to, you know, do the best practices that they can to keep everybody safe. Yeah. I mean, I don't think you'll get a complaint from any sports fan who has to watch a game without any fans in the stands. Um, it's difficult for the players. That's what it comes down to. I think you, you become so accustomed to doing this and uh, you feed off that energy, I'm sure. And now you just don't have that extra boost, but I mean, crazy times, you need crazy solutions and playing mm-hmm. in front of a, uh, a stadium with no fans doesn't seem that crazy to me at this point, but yeah, Seems like the right move. Yeah, I mean, we're. I think what you said is probably going to happen. Unfortunately, um, with like they're going to start a league. I think La Liga will probably start be the guinea pig. Uh, things will go well for like two weeks, and then someone's going to get sick, and then they're going to have to stop the whole thing. Because once one person is sick and they've been on the field, then what do you do? You're you're in a nightmare for uh, safety and PR. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree completely. But uh, let's move on to uh, some interesting news in the Premier League. We had two Twitter questions come in uh, that were interesting to me, one of which was from uh, CHN underscore radio, which is a Newcastle podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, And I asked, you know, what the hell should we talk about on this podcast since we're uh, deprived of soccer content? And they said there's one that I can think of. And that means the takeover of Newcastle United. Oh, oh, the big, the conglomerate, the new Newcastle, the powerhouse. Yeah, I mean, it looks like if this were to happen, these Saudi Arabian buyers, uh, I don't know much about them. I Uh, assume they're, they're Saudi Arabian, they're the state. The Saudi Arabian <laughs> state. It's like let's like let's not like mince words around it. it it's Saudi Arabia taking it over. It's an investment fund from there. 
It also includes Amanda Staveley, who was uh, instrumental in the city takeover herself. And now she sees herself as part of a takeover. So, you know, big glow up for her. Uh, And then PCP Capital Partners um, and the Rubin Brothers, I believe, are the other groups involved. So it's quite a group, but the the main thing is the Saudi Arabians, obviously, <laughs> and that money, that that money, money, money. Um, so Newcastle, if this were to happen, by all accounts that I've seen, would become by far the richest club in the Premier League, and yeah. that means Newcastle might be great again. <laughs> uh, it, it's going to be wild. Do you think that this is going to happen? I, I think it's going to. I think at this point it is. Every, I mean, this has been rumored for like over a year now, but it seems like with everything now, it looks like it's actually going to go through. I believe they just have to pass, you know, their background checks. And considering the owners that exist in the world, it doesn't seem like that's such a hard thing to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I think we're going to see it. Um, I think it's going to be a very interesting time. And I know that Stavely is going to be... She's the one who's pointed as like the lead. So she's kind of going to be like kind of the figurehead, I think, is the best way I can put it. Um, With the Saudis kind of being in the background. Uh, I I think it's going to be very interesting to see what Newcastle do. If it's, you know, a lot all at once or if it's more of a slow build. I'm also interested to see if they kind of do it in the way that City's ownership has, which is in addition to spending a ridiculous amount of money, which I will not deny that they have, they've also done a lot in the community to build up the infrastructure around the stadium and related to the area. Yeah. So if Newcastle's owners were to do that, I think this could be a very good thing for the area. Now, granted, like with anything, when it comes to some of these ownership groups, you have to uh, decide morally if your morals related to, you know, their practices in their country outweigh (laughs) the weight of, uh, the chance for success the uh i mean if i were a newcastle fan i wouldn't be accounting any ethics right now i'd be <laughs> you'd uh, be celebrating you'd be yeah, dancing I'd be celebrating. Around. i'm i'm seeing rumors of mbappe to, to newcastle so well, <laughs> pochettino i've heard pochettino will be their manager i've I mean, heard I think, that if this goes through i think pochettino will go there he said he wants to coach in the premier league mm-hmm I mean, this is a scary prospect. Newcastle get mega rich owners. They, I mean, they're a big club. Newcastle, one of the mm-hmm. biggest clubs, yes. yep. uh, probably in the world. I mean, certainly in England. And I think players want to go there. I mean, the fans are insane. It's uh, it's just a historic club. I think if they get Pochettino, especially, I think yep. we're all in trouble. Yeah, this could be very cool. Can I, here's a little fun fact. When I first started playing FIFA career mode way back in the day, the first club I had was Newcastle. And that was when they had the thing in the game, the financial takeover. Like sometimes randomly you'd get a financial takeover during the season, like during the offseason. And my Newcastle team got a financial takeover. And then I remember I had crazy money and I went and bought Wesley Snyder. Back when he was like, back when he was like, it was like after the World Cup where the Dutch had gone on that crazy run. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm going for him. And I was just spending money like crazy, and it was so much fun. And now it's becoming real. <laughs> We're going to have an actual uh, financial takeover. And uh, I'm saying it's happening. I'm saying Pochettino does go there. I don't know who they're going to sign, though. Like, what's the first 
big caliber player that you can see going there. I'm trying to think of one off the top of my head. I don't know who's like a Newcastle fit that goes there. I love St. Maxim. <laughs> I wonder who a counterpart for him could be. Well, on the, the move I, I've seen a lot is saying that they're going to bring Coutinho back to the Premier League. Oh, I've seen my that. goodness. Uh, which that. would be interesting. St. Maxim on the right. Coutinho on the left, Joel Linton in the middle. Yes, yes, the centerpiece of it all. <laughs> and they would score zero goals. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see how this one plays out if we ever get back to watching the Premier League and this does happen. I am very excited for Newcastle. Yeah, uh, this could be very fun. I mean, the league will, the league is really going to get crazy at this point if this does happen. Because uh, you're adding just another team into the mix now. You're adding the money into it. It's going to be, I mean, oh, season. 2021 season's going to be lit. Yeah. <laughs> and to see St. James Park full and not in protest as they are usually every <laughs> single week, that will be a sight to see. I, I wonder how many men are going to whip out their junk if Newcastle is <laughs> <laughs> The, and, uh, and the interesting thing is, we don't know what the market's going to look like because of the coronavirus, how it's going to affect player pricing. Yeah. Um, a lot of the rumors are that's going to have a dramatic effect. I know Bayern Munich are trying to use it as a cheap way to get Leroy Sané. Um, um, so it, it should be really interesting. If pricing does go down and then you have a takeover like this, the amount of players they could get could be insane. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm keeping my eye on Newcastle. I'm concerned about them. Uh, another question we got from Justin Desaris. Uh He asked about Thomas Party uh, and what's going on with him. So the rumor is that he is wanted heavily by Arsenal. He's their number one target, supposedly. And he has a release clause of about $45 million, I believe. And uh, some reports say that He's coming. It's just a matter of time. Some reports say that he's using Arsenal for leverage to get a bigger contract with Atletico Madrid. <laughs> what do you think about this? Um, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised because this is what teams do. But usually it's not Arsenal they link when they're trying to get a bigger contract. That's when they start throwing out the Man United, the City, the PSG, all the teams that pay big wages. Arsenal is not necessarily a team I think of with big wages. So I think that there may be actual smoke to this fire. Yeah. Or fire I, to this smoke. What? That expression makes no sense. There might no, 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 there might be fire where there is smoke, I think, is what Okay. Really, that, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, something like that. But I think uh, it's a possibility. Um, I'm saying on the, the, the heat meter, I'm calling this one a 73.7% possibility to arsenal uh i think he's he would be an amazing player to get obviously especially if it is true that it's 45 50 million to get his release clause um do i think it's going to happen 73.7 percent. that's all i can say about that that's a very specific number very specific i enjoy that i i that's the thing is like i see all transfer rumors and i just i haven't even paid attention and you know i love transfer rumors but i can't even pay attention to it anymore because i'm just so like just so sad that we can't have actual games it's like i don't want to start talking about summer transfers i want to finish the season i know like 
It's just we, depressing. We missed so much. The other day I saw a tweet that like uh, it was supposed to be the North London Derby. Mm-hmm. And it just yep. made me so sad. Yeah, I miss it so much. The only thing that I truly miss, uh, aside from like little things like going to restaurants and stuff like that and hanging out with people, I don't even miss that that much. I just miss playing soccer and I miss watching soccer so much. Yep. I thought of it the other day. I was kicking around the ball in my yard by myself. <laughs> like, so oh, this is so sad. I'm like, I just want to play so bad. I really do. Uh, I'm hopeful in our state we're maybe about a week and a half away from that possibly being possible. They're saying maybe the parks could be open for the a week uh, in next weekend. So fingers I mean, if crossed. That, if that happens, we better be playing. Oh, we're going to play the longest game in human history. <laughs> we're going to be exhausted because we haven't played in like three months. We, we have but... to make up for three months worth of games all at once. We're going to play eight 90-minute games in one day. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, aside from that, we had another, well, not really a question, but Gavin wanted to let us know that Moise Keen, uh, who was caught having a quarantine party, allegedly, uh, he said <laughs> Moise Keen taking pointers from Kyle Walker. Well, I don't know if I go that far. There's only one Kyle Walker. <laughs> Kyle took it to another level. Apparently Moise Keen had a had quite the party though he had a lot of people over there at least kyle walker was it was just he a kept, few escorts he kept it within his five he picked yeah. the five and he kept it within the five and that's fine yeah. then, no matter who came over yeah people uh-huh. need to stop judging uh but uh yeah boys again uh not a good look not a good look for somebody who's already had a pretty rough year yeah. <laughs> just uh kind of piles on on top of that I think he's played over like 20 games or something, and he has one goal. Yeah, not great. Not, not great. great. Not Still great. a young player, though. Plenty of time to develop and grow. Yeah, I'm a little bit concerned for him, though. I mean, he, he probably should be doing a lot better than what he has been this year, especially with all the hype that was surrounding him. But uh, anyways, that's all we had for Twitter questions. We also had thoughts on La Liga from Hugo Calderon, which we answered earlier. And yeah, that was oh, we we did have one extra one from All Day Soccer, and they said thoughts on moving to Mars. Not looking terrible right now. What was that? <laughs> it said moving to Mars. Thoughts okay, that's moving. what I that's what I thought you said. Not look. Hey, hey, maybe not. Who knows? Maybe uh, there's no ma- you don't have to wear masks on Mars. That's what I hear. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> I think you have to wear uh, like a Sandy Cheeks helmet, but, <laughs> but no mask. No mask. Still so, no mask. You can wear the little uh, the fishbowl, the Sandy fishbowl, but no mask. But uh, aside from that, I don't know if there's much more to talk about. I've just been uh, watching TV. Oh, if anyone hasn't watched Middle Ditch and Schwartz, please oh, watch that on man. Netflix. If you haven't watched that. What are you doing with your life? Yes. Reevaluate. Go watch it right now. One of the funniest things on on TV right now. I don't know what else to say. It's just there are three masterpieces there that everyone needs to see. Uh, have you watched What We Do in the Shadows? What we do in it? What I've heard of that. What is that? It's on Hulu. Uh, it's an FX show. It's shot like The Office. Um, it's about vampires. It's like 
a mockumentary type thing. Huh. And uh, it's directed by, uh, I don't know his name. It's the guy who directed um, Jojo Rabbit. <laughs> no, it's, I uh, I, uh, I have, I, Taika Waititi. Yes. Yeah, I, I have not watched it. I haven't, I've heard of it and I, and now I'm seeing something that's comparing, saying it's Lynchian and I love David Lynch, so. I don't have Hulu though, which is an issue. Oh, <laughs> but uh, poor bastard. I may have to look into that. Yeah, but it's uh, it's very good. And aside from that, I've been playing a lot of D and D. Ah, we back gotta get a D game going. Well, can you do that remotely? Yeah, we've been doing it remotely. So. Oh, oh, interesting. Maybe that can be a new thing we can try. Yeah. Who knows? Um, <laughs> but Put I'm a looking new squad forward. Together. I'm looking forward to getting back together in person, playing soccer, and and having some normalcy in our life. And I'm very much looking forward to watching soccer in the near future. Absolutely. But aside from that, Jimmy, was there anything else that you wanted to talk about before we depart? Uh, I think we pretty much covered everything. You jumped you jumped me on the uh, Middle Edition Sports thing. I almost forgot about it, too. Uh-huh. That was going to be my number one recommendation was if you're sad... And looking for something to do, and you want something to make you smile, that is a move. That is so funny, so good. Highly recommend it. 10 out of 10. But, uh, Jimmy, do you want to hit him with the plugs? Yes. Please follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at SoccerMostly. Email us at MostlySoccerShow at gmail.com. Please do reach out to us. We're, you know, we're bored. We're trying to figure out what to do with our lives and where to go from here. So uh, if you do want to reach out to us, any ideas, just want to talk, we do appreciate it. Uh, five star reviews on Apple Podcasts help a bunch. Those would be awesome to hear to get a few. We used to uh, we used to get them and read them, but we haven't got that many lately, so it's hard for us to read them on the show. But uh, if somebody leaves one, I promise we'll read it next time. That's uh that's a promise we will definitely keep. Please give us those five star reviews and thank you all for listening. Uh, we will be back in two weeks. Every other week we're going to be recording. So yeah. uh, unless unless something crazy happens like the Bundesliga or La Liga come back. Or yes, something then like we'll that. be back full force. But uh, we will see you next time. Bye bye.